0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this video, we're doing the Jacksonville Jaguars full mock draft. I, uh, I, I do uh, think that we should be looking at the first overall pick uh, with not necessarily knowing who it's going to be. I think there's a couple guys emerging here, uh, so that's going to be fun. We'll, we'll kind of review the Jags depth chart. We'll look at some Doug Peterson numbers, and I want to, of course, look at the health of the running backs. Uh, but I just want to shout out, uh, thank you to Aiden Tobin. He uh, he requested the Jags mock draft, so here, here we are. If you guys do have any other requests, I, I I've uploaded a bunch of Packer videos, of course, uh, but Jags. I've done uh, the Jets, and I think I've done the Chiefs. So if you guys want to uh, see what I can do with a mock draft for your favorite team, let me know in the comments. Uh, again, if you're new, subscribe, like all that good stuff. Uh, and then again, I want to just show you guys. This was the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, 2017, uh, with Doug Peterson, the offensive coordinator. I don't know who it was, is Frank Reich, right here. Uh, they went 13 and three. Of course, they won the Super Bowl that year. Uh, they were third in the in the NFL in in point score. They averaged 28.6 points per game, and then they only allowed 18.4. So they had a really strong defense and basically won by eight points uh, per game here. Both ranking third in scoring and fourth in points against. So really, really solid uh, on both sides of the ball. And then looking at the numbers here, Carson Wentz played 13 games. Nick Foles did play in three, basically, uh, in the regular season. Carson Wentz threw for 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions, uh, roughly 3,300 yards. Uh, He ran the ball effectively as well. He had 300 yards rushing, no touchdowns. But Carson Wentz accounted for 33 touchdowns uh, back in that. And uh, they ran the ball a lot. Doug Peterson, he ran it with LeGarrette Blunt. He used Corey Clement. He used Jay Ajayi. I remember J.J. Wow. And then Wendell Smallwood. So they kind of rotated a bunch of backs. He likes to have a bigger back, it kind of looks like. And then he does uh, occasionally uh, sprinkle in some scat backs with some receiving uh, backs and and whatnot. So I'm interested here. We're going to see, I think, a heavy run approach. And that's all going to tie into efficiency here. You see Carson Wentz only threw the ball 60% completions, uh, but then he had seven interceptions on the season. So Uh, He took care of the football, and that's kind of just all I wanted to show here is what are we looking at with the Doug Peterson offense? You're looking at a team that ran for over 2,000 rushing yards, and you're looking at a team that uh, accounted for roughly 38 passing touchdowns. So a lot of stats, a lot of points here, and we'll see. Uh, I think it could be uh, a pretty fun season for guys like Trevor Lawrence, and we're always thinking about fantasy football, right? So Trevor Lawrence uh, I play a lot of superflex leagues. He's going to be a popular quarterback too uh, for me this year. I think he's a fringe top twelve, top fifteen quarterback. Uh, and again, I think I think they're going to make sure that he stays upright. They're going to run the ball effectively and just take care of him, uh, not like what happened last year. Uh, we're awaiting the health of James Robinson and Travis Etienne. I wanted to pull this up. I found this. This was from early or late January. Um, so he, of course, tore his Achilles. I think that was. Uh, December 26th, so the day after Christmas, Achilles injury, not great, uh, but we have a precedent now. Cam Akers had the same injury and he was able to return within the same calendar year. So with this happening in December for James Robinson, there's a chance he could be ready for the start of the 2022, uh, 2022 season in September. I'm not going to, you know, We're going to knock on wood. We'll see what happens there. We're going to watch his recovery and see if he's good to go for OTAs and get uh, him ramped up for the summer. But worst case scenario, I think he could be a pupless candidate. We're going to see James Robinson back at some point this season, though. Um, And then you got, of course, ETN, who had the Liz Frank injury. And this was an update from middle of February here is what we're going with. Um, my foot is doing much better. Really, really just got back into the gym for the first time and I'm squatting for the first time this past week. So that's been good. And I've been running for a while now I'm getting to that 80 to 85% range. Uh, and again, this was mid February. So we're talking a month and a half ago. Uh, it's sounding like he's on track to play. He doesn't want to miss any time, and I think they're trying to have him ready for training camp. So expect ETN to be ready for training camp, and uh, James Robinson is the question mark at this point. So two promising you know, notes here on the running backs. Of course, they added Christian Kirk. They added Zay Jones, and they added Evan Ingram. So a lot of weapons in the passing game to complement Marvin Jones Jr. and LaVisca Chenault. They also brought back Laquan Treadwell, which I'm a fan of. We'll see about Jamal Agnew. I don't know if he's going to be ready or back uh, yet. Uh, They did add some offensive linemen too. Uh, We do have Brandon Scherf came over from Washington. Um, And I think, let's see, on defense, did we add anybody big on defense? Nothing too crazy on the defensive side of the ball here. But, again, uh, looking at uh, basically Josh Allen's a lock here, but they they could use for sure uh, a defensive end, uh, maybe some nose tackle help here. The linebackers could use some help. I do like Chasen. Uh, could definitely use some quarters as well and some safety. So it's kind of no rules. You can get whatever we want with these guys. And uh, let's get the mock draft started. Uh, excited here. We're going to use pro football focus. I did put the link in the description below. I'm going to do the full seven rounds and um, let's get it going. So there has been, again, So the, the major needs are defensive line, linebacker safety, pretty much all on the defensive side of the ball. And remember, I said the Eagles, the recipe, man, they had a really, really good defense that year. 18.4 points per game. Uh, that, that's pretty fantastic. In that Super Bowl, they did allow a lot of points to be scored uh, by the Patriots. But in the other games here, they, they held the Minnesota Vikings to 7. They held the Falcons to 10. Uh, just really, really strong defensive numbers here. So we'll see. Uh, I'm, this pick is going to be defense. Let's go ahead and start the draft button. And we're, we're looking at two players, I think. Aiden Hutchinson is the consensus guy. And let me actually go to mock draft. Uh, I like using mock draft database. Uh, They have a really good simulator here. And all of a sudden, Trayvon Walker from uh, Georgia is starting to creep up into the number one spot for a lot of people. You see uh, he had this ramp up in early March. That's when the combine was happening. And now he's a consensus top five pick. Uh, Nice season last year. Only six sacks. Uh, but he's, he's more of a, a super versatile option uh, as defensive end. So you see a lot of people have the Lions taking him now. Um, Wire here by Luke Easterling has the Jags taking him at number one overall. Sports Crunch by David Cromwell, uh The Sun Sentinel, Omar Kelly, I think he's the Dolphins guy. Uh, Sports Illustrated here. So that's what's cool about Mock Draft Database. You can see a bunch of other uh, mock drafts and everything. So there are some people throwing it out there. And th- again, these are dated, you know, April 9th uh april you know 11th recently you know this is happening trayvon walker creeping up into the first round or uh, the f- first overall pick uh for me i'm still gonna go with aiden hutchinson i think he's a little bit more can't miss prospect he's been the number one prospect since uh early early on in this whole process and uh, i just think man the production last year 14 sacks 16 and a half tackles for loss uh just we're, we're gonna like we're, i mean just look at the number ones here it, it is consensus uh, you do see some people putting him at number two. Again, uh, it's it's going to be either Aiden Hutchinson or Trayvon, uh, Trayvon here. And I think this, for some reason, PFF has him rated as the 14th best player. That should change. I'm not sure. So in this draft, I think it's clear. Looking at this defensive line here for the Jags, Malcolm Brown, more of just a, a role player here, a former first-round pick from new england he's kind of bounced around just really hasn't been able to stick around so uh defensive tackle they have enlisted at there on on espn i just think uh getting that left defensive end to pair with josh allen should be a lot of fun so hutchinson walker make your pick i'm gonna go with hutchinson Uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments and let's keep it moving now the jags don't pick again until the first pick of the second round uh, we'll get to the, th- we have two picks in the third round. It looks like a, f- a fourth round pick. And then we get some later picks here. So this is going to be fun. Jags are on the clock here. It looks like we just missed out on Kenny Pickett, uh, Boye Ma- Mafé, Devante Wyatt, Daxton Hill, Kair Elam, uh, Elam, some, a lot of good defensive players that, that I really like. So we got, we got the premier edge rusher. Uh, if we need safety, I really like Louis uh, sign here from Georgia, Jalen Peter, another really good player uh, that I like a lot. I don't see the Jags taking a receiver this high, especially after they just put a bunch of capital into Christian Kirk, uh, as well as uh, Zay Jones, who I, Zay Jones is a nice player. He's a nice number three receiver for a team. Uh, but if this is the draft board, I, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of options here. Uh, I don't know if I see an offensive lineman that I like here. I do like the majority of this offensive line. I think they could always use uh, Ben Barch. I don't know what's up with, what's the question mark here on Ben Ben Barch. Former fourth round pick. He, he can hang on, uh, but maybe we get him some competition later in the draft. Uh, but for this, I think the way this board plays out, uh, you see linebacker safety as a need. So the guys there, Lewis Sign from Georgia, probably one of my favorite safeties in this draft class. Uh, let's actually let's actually look at Lewis. Let's go to the, the big board here. And what I like about Mock Draft Database is they just give you a consensus of kind of everything here. Um, and where did he go? So he's not a f- first round player quite yet. Um, let me actually hit the, we'll hit the consensus big boards and we will hit safety. So he's kind of the third safety off the board. I really like Daxton Hill. I think if, if, if you guys can get the Jags can get Daxton Hill on board, that'd be great. You see Lewis sign though, not far off. He's the right 34, 34th ranked player and they have him going as high as 26th in some mock drafts. Now he is six foot two about 200 pounds and you see uh, over the last month or so kind of after the combine started to pull his way back up and now he's in you know a fringe top 30 pick. Last year uh, only two career interceptions but I like the tackles uh, some for loss here he's a physical guy. Uh, in that Georgia defense last year guys was just tremendous so uh, it looks like the Lions are going to be the team that you're going to have to compete with. It looks like a lot of Lions taking them at 32. Um, so let's go ahead and get one of the best safety prospects on board here and improve that uh, improve that room for the Jags. I mean, Andrew Wingard, the former, uh, I don't even know when he was drafted, his third season player. And then you also have uh, Rayshawn Jenkins, who's got the questionable tab as well. Former fourth round pick. So we could do some draft capital at safety. Uh, so let's go ahead and get that done. Uh, now we're into the third round, it looks like. It looks like we just missed uh tackle from Minnesota, Perion Winfrey from Oklahoma, Abraham Lucas. I like him a lot for uh, a right tackle. Kingsley Nagbare from South Carolina, uh, Darian Kennard tackle, Trey McBride. The Packers taking Trey McBride, head rusher Nick Benito. So we have gotten an edge rusher in Hutchinson, we've gotten a safety. Uh, It looks like linebacker uh, looks like to be a pretty good spot here. Brian Asamoah, let's take a peek here. Let me show you you what I can find here uh, for Brian Asamoah. He's kind of uh, a deeper prospect here. Um, Mock Draft Database, they have him at 107th overall. Again, what what Mock Draft Database does is uh, they compile 63 big boards, 415 uh, first-round mock drafts, and 501 team-based mock drafts. So for some reason, some sites are lower on Brian Asamoah. PFF, if you guys wanted to use PFF's numbers, they have him ranked as their 39th player, 62.5 ADP. Uh, let's actually take a peek at this. Uh, PFF has some nice features. He's an undersized guy, 6'1", 228 pounds, but he possesses sideline to sideline range. His, uh, his processing skills took massive steps forward in 2021, causing his grade to jump from 57 to 76.3. Um, so he had a career high eight stops in his final career game for Oklahoma State, one touchdown, uh, three force fumbles. I just I wanted to look at something because um, aside the sideline backer, um, if you guys can think of Levante David, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is kind of who he reminds me of. Uh, Levante David, six foot one, two thirty three, so not quite. Uh, very, very similar. We're talking six foot one, two twenty eight. Levante David was a second round uh, linebacker. He was undersized, but he again he was a sideline to sideline. So he uses his speed to his advantage. Uh, you can see he was primarily a box linebacker here. Coverage snaps. He did have three hundred two coverage snaps last year, so that's nice. Um, and it looks like I don't see sacks listed anywhere here. So I, I'm, I'm interested. If you guys are looking for a linebacker, I think Asamo is probably going to be a guy you see on a lot of people's lists uh Troy Anderson let's see where he ranks here now the overall consensus mock drafts have Troy Anderson one two three four five six seven he's the seventh ranked running back here out of Montana State so let's take a peek here at Troy Anderson and I just think again PFF, they put their grades out. It's whatever. I'm just, I'm just trying to educate here and have fun with this. I'm not being serious. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously you know, having fun, I suppose. Uh, but we're, we're trying to just show some different players and some different options here. Now, what Troy Anderson is, he's a six foot four linebacker, 243. He's a converted running back and quarterback who, in his lone full season at linebacker, racked up an absurd 67 stops. There's no telling what he could be with more reps at the position. So, athletically raw six foot four 243 looking at a stats here they have him as an 86.1 overall grade uh, a lot of coverage snaps last year you see a lot of box snaps played a lot a lot of reps last year so uh, I think if I'm gonna take a linebacker uh this this kind of makes sense I' think I'm gonna take the six foot four guy I like Brian Asamoa who we do have picks coming up later uh, but man to plug in potentially a, a big guy like Troy Anderson let me see where Brandon Smith ranks uh, up here so he's a little bit lower. I think we're going to go with Troy Anderson, guys. He's he's peaked here as high as 55th overall. We're picking 65th right now. I think that, to me, seems uh, kind of fun. And then at 70, we're going to have a little fun. We can kind of get whatever we want. So I'm going to go ahead and take linebacker Troy Anderson out of Montana State. Go watch some film. I've seen some stuff of him. Just a, a big dude, big, big, fast, a lot of fun, Troy Anderson. So we missed out on a tackle, Cam Thomas, Jalen Tolbert, and Alec Pierce, the Jets get Alec Pierce. Uh, and So far we've covered all the needs. I think we're three for three. We hit the edge rusher, we hit the linebacker, we hit the safety, addressed all three levels of the defense. And now it's kind of like, you know, what do we want? I mean, running back, James Robinson and ETN, we don't really want to crowd that room. Maybe we add a guy uh, later in the fifth or sixth or seventh round or whatever. Receivers, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, LaVisca Chenault. There's rumors that Chenault could be traded. If we're curious, best line, uh, best wide receiver available, Justin Ross. Who else we got here? Khalil Shakur, Shakir, John Mechie. I, I like Mechie here. Uh, this could be kind of fun. I don't really see a deep like is it, again. There's really no burners. Agnew, like uh, you could potentially replace Marvin Jones in a year two with John Mechie. Uh, And that could be a lot of fun. So I think if you guys wanted to have fun with this pick, like pick number 70, this is the one to do it. If you guys want a running back or a receiver, uh, have some fun with this pick. I think the top players on the board, it does look like linebackers, Asamoah and Brandon Smith. Uh, But again, we looked at the PFF grades for these guys, and they didn't love them. Uh, They did not love them. Brandon Smith, PFF, does not love him. They, They love Troy Anderson. They're okay with Asamoah but they love, absolutely love Troy Anderson. Uh, Kirby Joseph, if you guys wanted another safety, I suppose here, let's see what his grade was. Uh, A ball hawking safety with ultra long arms that can affect the catch point, standing six foot tall. Uh, His wingspan approaches almost six foot eight, and he's used every bit of that to pick off five passes last season. They have him with a 90.4. So if you guys wanted to secure a double safety uh, option here, again, he plays a lot of deep. Uh, I'm looking at his coverage snaps. Usually for corners, it tells me If I were to look up the cornerback position, it tells me the rating there. So that's kind of fun. Uh, But it looks like he's a really good coverage guy here. A lot of run defense snaps as well. 46 tackles. Um, Play some corner, play some slot. They can kind of move him around a little bit. That's fun. Looks like they like to to try and blitz him here. He played some defensive line even. Uh, Just a lot of fun. And they, they move him up into the box too. So I like this. Kirby Joseph? What do you guys think? Do we replace... Both safeties? I mean, Rashawn Jenkins and, and Andrew Wingard. I mean, was Andrew Wingard um, even drafted? Uh, what's up with him? You um, went undrafted. So we have an undrafted safety and a fourth-round guy who's injured right now. <sighs> up to you guys. I, I think Kirby Joseph is probably my pick here. I do like – uh, John Meachie down here, he's got an average ADP of about 75.5. That's the sexy pick. If you guys want to have fun at pick 70 and get some speed at receiver, John Michi, uh the third here out of Alabama. But you, I'm, I'm going to go Kirby Joseph. We're going to get two safeties here. Uh, we got the kid from Georgia and we got Syracuse. So we doubled down on safety. That's four picks on defense. We haven't even touched the offense yet. And this just seems like a Doug Peterson-style move to just plug in that defense. So now we've done a lot of good things. Um, Looks like we're just starting to miss on some running backs. Uh, This is Zach Tom. This was a really well-graded out uh, offensive lineman that keeps popping up uh, to me. Uh, 84.8 grade, 633 pass-blocking snaps last year, Uh, over 1,000 left tackle snaps last year. Uh, Only gave up three sacks. So we're talking uh, uh, 1,055 total snaps last year at left tackle he we'll gave up three sacks in the ACC. That's phenomenal. So, again, left tackle. We got Cam Robinson here. I don't know how old Cam Robinson is. He's 26, former second-round pick. He's going to hold the fourth down. If you guys wanted to just add someone here who could maybe uh, just be a, a depth piece here, I, I do think taking Zach Tom makes a lot of sense. Uh, what about the, the, uh, the, the, the center here, Tyler Shatley? Maybe we look into upgrading him, Uh, the former undrafted guy. I think he played for for the Bengals before here. Uh, So if a a Jaguar fan knows a little bit more about Tyler Shatley, please enlighten me. I believe – I think he's solid. I don't think he's uh, anything miraculous. Uh, I did see a center pop up on PFF, that's all. Undrafted, 2014, 30 years old. Maybe we look for a center here. What's Luke Fortner got to say from Kentucky? Uh, it looks like he's six foot four, three 307 pounds, a strong grade here. Looks like he played 848 snaps at center. He's got some, some experience at both guard positions too. So if he can't start at guard, maybe, he, or if he can't start at center year one, maybe he can be uh, a nice piece at center. Only five career sacks giving up in three years. Uh, and playing in the SEC, uh, this, this seems like a pretty solid uh, pick to me. I'm going to go ahead and get the center, Luke Fortner there. Uh, and maybe we look into, uh, some other positions now we've, again, we've kind of heavily defensed this draft. I think if you guys want to have some fun, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, that kind of thing. Uh, tight end wise, Evan Ingram, Dan Arnold, like, I think the tight end project is fine for now. Maybe we get one real late. Again, Zach Tom is still on the board. I, I don't know why Chris Paul is falling in PFF's mock, they gave him a really shitty grade here but this is a really strong right tackle i think that's a player here who i've seen i've seen chris paul as high as the first round uh, uh let me actually look at this chris paul well, i'm thinking of tyler smith my bad i was thinking of tyler smith from tulsa the other guy from tulsa uh but anyways uh here we go we're looking at the, the top board yeah, tackle, Cordell Flott, cornerback. We really haven't addressed cornerback yet. I, I do think we need some of these guys. I mean, I like Shaq Griffin. I don't know if you guys can tell me more about Darius Williams. Uh, former undrafted guy here, 29 years old. Probably just the guy that's just holding the fort down for now. Rudy Ford, Tyson Campbell. That's probably the one spot that I've kind of neglected here. Now, I, I've mocked Cordell Flott to Green Bay a couple times here. A six one, 175 corner, so he's a little undersized, but... Really strong, really strong player here. 81.3 grade. He's a slot corner. That's primarily where he's played the last couple of seasons for LSU. Uh, he's had given up two touchdowns in 2021. The year before that, he gave up six touchdowns. So there's some improvement there. Uh, a lot of defensive snaps, a lot of coverage snaps. Um, 73.3 passing grade. So if you guys are looking for a slot corner, I do like Cordell Flott uh, to kind of come in and maybe be uh, your number three for you. There's kind of a big drop-off after uh, Cordell Flott. So he's he's kind of uh, a priority, I think, right now. Michael Wright, 5'11", 173, an undersized guy. Not sure i love it. He's a pure outside corner, uh, not the best grades last season. Let me actually just take a peek real quick. Let me just hit the corner position. Uh, Jermaine Waller here. Uh, let's see what he's got. Jermaine Waller. What's the PFF grade on Jermaine Waller? Six foot 180. Not a great grade. So to me, Cordell Flott is, is kind of the guy that's sticking out uh, as probably the pick right now. They have an ADP of 143.9 on him, ranked 109th. So PFF likes him. PFF likes him a lot. Again, six foot one, 175 essentially a fringe fourth rounder, and they have a solid grade on him. He's played in a lot of games, a lot of SEC games over his time. He did get beat up in 2020. I think that's what probably a lot of people are going to be pointing towards, to not have a great 2020, but he bounced back significantly in 2021. So I'm going to give you guys the slot corner, and uh, let's see what we can do. Again, I'm just building this defense right now. I've, I've added three secondary players, a linebacker, and a defensive end. So uh, having fun. It looks like we got one, two, three, four, five Six picks remaining. We got tons of picks. Um, What do you think about Zaquandre Zaquandre White, uh, South Carolina running back, six foot, 206 pounds. Solid grade here. He did catch, or he he ran for two touchdowns. He's a good receiving uh, option here 19 receptions, 28 targets. Uh, He was just kind of uh, in a committee, I think, last year. Um, So if you're looking for running back depth, there we go. We can get our number three running back here. I don't know much about Josh Johnson. I actually really like Devontae Price. Florida International, if you guys know him, uh, six foot one, two ten. One of the more fun running backs that I watched this year. Um, he's a he's a he's not a big passing threat, but he's a he's a damn good running back. Again, six foot one, two ten. He can kind of be uh, a little bit of a bruiser. Really strong here. Uh, I'm interested. I'm interested at running back at this point in the draft. Nothing else is really sticking out here. Uh, we could take a tight end. You can go running back here. Hassan Haskins. If we wanted a, a I mean, if we wanted a, a bruiser, six foot two, two twenty eight, productive last year, twenty touchdowns. Uh, 1,327 yards. Uh, maybe Hassan Haskins is the guy. And look, we got a ton of picks coming up. We don't pick till 188, but we got a ton of options here. He Has an ADP of 180. I'm just gonna take the Bruiser, Hassan Haskins. Let's just get him on the team and get some offense there. Uh, get the get the big guy in the camp. Now Noah Elise is in Idaho. Uh, product here. I've mocked him a couple times to the Packers. Six foot four, 346. PFF has a big board of him on 130. Uh, a 70 overall grade, uh, only one sack last year, one the year before. Primarily a B-gap guy, but he can do both. Uh, this is just primarily just adding another body, I think, on the defensive line here, if you guys like uh, like that position. Otherwise, let me look around here. Um, tackle. Let's take a look at the, the Utah linebacker, because Utah's got another really good linebacker going in the top 15 or so. Six foot, 226. They have a solid grade on him. Mostly box. He can play defensive line. He does play some slot here. A lot of coverage here. I think adding another linebacker makes a lot of sense here. And nefi uh Sewell out of Utah, let me see what else we got. We could add some offensive line, uh, but again, we got a lot of picks. I'm just going to add one of the best linebackers available here. So that's Nefi Sewell out of Utah. Still haven't drafted a receiver yet for the Jags. Again, I'm not too sure. I love, I love, love drafting a receiver this high. Reggie Robertson Jr. though. Uh, really fun SMU player, 5'11", 192. Not the best grade, 50 receptions, 6'11", six touchdowns last year. He's been a productive player for them for three years. I don't know if that's going to do much at this point. Uh, I'm looking around for any other potential wide receivers here. I think, I think, I mean, I'd be totally fine if the Jags just punted on the wide receiver position this year. Uh, let's take a look at Marquand McCall from Kentucky. We're talking uh six foot three 342 not the best grade on him more of an a gap guy if you guys just wanted a big sec body uh see what he can do i'm open to it Derek deese jr uh san jose state spartan six foot four 235 tight end they have a good grade on this guy what do you think here 47 catches 720 yards four tds uh Productive for three straight seasons. He's gotten better each year. Like, I'm I'm interested here. I, I mean, at this point, we don't know the future of Evan Ingram with the team. Dan Arnold is is nice, but I, I think let's, let's try and add the tight end here. Derek Deese Jr., uh, ADP of 192. They have a really high grade on him. So Derek Deese Jr., I'm going to have to go back and watch some more of his tape. Uh, and then we're on the clock again. Nobody wants these defensive linemen, huh? There's another center, another safety. Let's take a look at the now. We'll wait on the cornerback market. I'm just gonna go ahead and get one of these defensive linemen guys. Uh Noah Elise out of Idaho, Marquan McCall. Let me just see if there's any other defensive linemen here that makes sense. Kind of a big drop-off here. It's TJ Wright out of Georgia Southern. Good grade on him. 80.6. Dang. Six sacks last season. A gap rusher here. Talking six foot 285. So he's a little bit undersized, but defensive lineman that can move, you know, that's never a bad thing. DJ Dale out of Alabama can never go wrong. Uh, drafting Alabama, six foot three, 300. Poor grade though. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to say F it. Let's go ahead and get, let's sign up this kid here. CJ Wright, Georgia Southern. I'm interested. See what he can do. I hey mean, we're just plugging away on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we got a running back. A tight end. I believe we got a center. Uh, we only have two more picks left. Let's just take a peek here. Any wide receivers here? Malachi Carter is an interesting guy. Played for Georgia Tech. Six foot three, one ninety five. Uh, he caught thirty seven passes for four hundred eighty nine yards and two touchdowns. Georgia Tech just doesn't throw the ball. Uh, but we're talking a six foot three receiver who can move. Uh, played a lot of out wide snaps here. If you guys want to just kind of know another, uh, another big target outside, I can see him being kind of fun. Uh, I do like Charleston Rambo as well. Uh, Maybe we wait and see if we can get that with our last pick. Uh, Who's the best left on the board. You got Josh Rivas out of Kansas state talking guards here. Let's see. Six foot six, 330, 78.8. I'm just going to do it. Left guard here. Let's, let's sign up. uh, let's sign up Josh Rivas, Rivas, Rivas. And then we'll do a, a final pick here with the whatever. Like, who really cares? Let's just try and get a camp body in here. I'm going to the receiver room. I'm going to add uh, – let's just add uh, – what's Devin Tompkins up to? Let's see what PFFs grades on him. 83, a smaller slot guy here. If they do ch- decide to trade LaVisca, let's get the Utah State kid uh, in there. And that is our draft. This was a longer video than I anticipated. I had a lot of fun uh, just brain thinking and, and, and doing all this – uh, this work here so if you guys like the draft let me know in the comments what my best pick was uh, let's go ahead and, and read through this here we finished with Aiden Hutchinson Louis Sign out of Georgia the safety Troy Anderson Montana State looks like they liked our first three picks we got a lot of A's Kirby Joseph another safety coming in at number 70 with a B plus Luke Fortner uh starting potential center otherwise he can play guard we saw him get left guard and right guard snaps Cordell Flott uh potential slot corner, uh A minus. They like that one. Hassan Haskins, we got a bruiser, uh, Michigan man. They, they, 20 touchdowns last year. Uh they like the Neffy Sewell pick, another linebacker here for us. Tight end Derek Deese Jr., CJ Wright, Josh Rivers, and Devin Tompkins. Overall, a minus. I think I think we did pretty well here. So I'm excited about this. I hope the Jags fans are too. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you for your time. And we'll see you in a future video. Go, Jags. Peace.